Hello everyone, welcome back to the Anthony Podcast and today I'm joined by my good friend Tom Thoughts Rubbish. How are you doing today Tom? I'm great man, thanks for having me back on, it's always fun to chat with you. I think this is your fifth or maybe even sixth time on the channel. I think it might be six, it might be six. I love to look, but I I know you do, I know you definitely close down down the record for the amount of appearances. You're very close, but I think one of the persons got you beat. It's G. It's the yeah. editor guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so the reason why I got you on today, Tom, is because. I just wanted to speak at your growth as a... But first of all, first of all, do you want to explain to my audience that might not know who you are exactly what you do on your channel? So, I am a big wrestling fan, like your good self, right? Yeah. And essentially... Okay, so if we take this back, the initial idea for my channel was very similar to yours, right? I needed something to do during the pandemic and I was just going to talk about whatever was on my mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get yeah. And then, like, I've told the Adam Pacitti story on here before, but, like, I was getting into interviewing by interviewing people that were affected by the COVID pandemic. Uh, are we allowed to say that on YouTube anymore? I'm not going to get in trouble. I think it's all right. At this point, I think it's all right, to be honest. I've said it before. Ah, fair enough. And then one night, I just stuck up this video, man, being like, 10 people in wrestling that I'd love to win. And that was Adam Pacitti was on that list. And he basically uh, when, said to me, yeah, I'll do that for you. Well, I, I can't remember, but I, was I also on the list? Obviously, you was, you was. Yeah, because at this time, you and I... Think I'd been on. Think I'd had my first appearance on your channel. I'd been on at this point. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I don't remember, but I don't think so. Because I think I think I I think I went on your channel first, and then I, I thought it was the other way around because we did a lot of talk about what I was doing with my carers. I don't know, man. It doesn't matter anyway. Anyway, so he basically sent me a DM that. So the long story short is I interview people within the wrestling media, basically about their fandom, their favourite matches, their favourite things they want to be remembered for, and why they why they love content creating, essentially. Yeah. So... So when when did you decide I'm gonna go from interviewing my carers and and other people that I know at the pandemic to wrestling interviews in particular? So that's kind of a two prong answer. So can I give you two prongs? Yeah, go on. So I unless I that DM from Adam Pacino, I think I would still be doing what I was doing back then because I didn't have the confidence to do that. Do you know what I mean? 
I know what you mean, but why do you think that? Why do you think you were dressed? You were dressed because I thought that the wrestling community can be, or was it something more personal than that? It was just, I didn't think I was good enough. It had nothing to do with the rest of the community. But then the Adam Fatiti one obviously did very well because of who he is. And that also started a relationship with wrestling media because I had something to show my work. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't very good by today's standards of interviews of what I'm doing on my channel now, but I at least had something to show my work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so basically, so basically, I did, you had to sample please exactly because before then i was trying to get wrestling media interviews but i was just sending like here's something i've done with my carer about why running a care company was good which is good but it didn't really show the person the type of interview i wanted to do does that make sense yeah i i going back your interview adam as we've before i can't remember what episode it was but as we've spoken about it before in that interview, in that interview, you were like, you were like, you were like, really, you were like, really. Call like, a spade a spade, man. I was a fanboy. Yeah, basically, you, you, you were, you were marking out the Adam, and because, of, because of that, it made, it made the interview a bit awkward. Yeah, and I definitely think there's two reasons for that, and. Again, we're covering a lot of old ground of stuff you and I have talked about on here before. And yeah. I'm sure we'll get into some new stuff soon, right? But yeah, there's course. a reason for that, which is like, Adam gave me two dates, which was the night he sent me the DM, he was like, I can do it at nine o'clock tonight. Brilliant. Or he could have done it a couple of days after. Excuse me, my friend. Exactly. In hindsight, I wish I'd taken the date that he said he could do a couple of days after because, you know, like I could have had time to research, plan the format a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You could. But at that time with the state of the world and the health crisis, I was so paranoid that the opportunity was going to slip through my fingers. Yeah. So, so basically, if you, if you, if you didn't do it, then you, you thought, I might not get the opportunity to do it again. I'm really sorry, mate. Can you repeat that again for me? I, I said, so you thought if you didn't do it then, 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 you, prob then you probably wouldn't be able to do it at all. Have I got that right? Yeah, basically, because... With the state of the world at that time, yeah. we didn't know what, what was around the corner and stuff like that. Yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. It was either take the shot now or you might miss the shot entirely. Yeah. So, 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 so when did you actually make the decision, like, I'm just going to stick to wrestling things, interviews? So that wasn't till... You're getting me thinking now, bro. I can't actually remember. It was quite a it was quite a while into my channel. Cause you you'll know. Like I had you on not long after, but then still didn't have the confidence to reach out to people. 
But then more cultaholic people started coming on. So others were seeing like what culture. And I don't think it was just a conscious decision. It was more of a these are doing well. Let's see if we can build the channel around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I completely understand what you mean. Yeah. So, so I just just as in just as that interviewer, when did you think? When do you think you you came into your own as an interviewer? It's recency bias, but I'm really happy, and like I feel like I really came into my own, particularly since getting a freelance editor and a freelance thumbnail designer, which we'll talk about in a bit. I'm sure, right? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, man, continue. What were you going to say? Sorry, I've got I was just going to say, with them now coming into my channel and things being, and the videos looking better and the generic questions actually having, because that's the segment I do, because a lot of comments I was getting on the Adam interviews and my early cultaholic ones was, some of your questions are really generic, like their favourite match, favourite thing. And instead of replying back mm. as badly to them, I was like, thank you, give me an idea for a segment. Thank you very much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I was like, and Sean Rossap said this when he was on my channel. It was like, yeah, now I've got a place to be like, look, I've answered this, go watch this, which is how that whole, is spoken the right word? You know what I mean, right? Yeah, like the whole whole gimmick. The gimmick, thank you. To use the wrestling term, the whole gimmick of, look, we're going to do it. Can I just do my gimmick because it's easier to do it rather than explain it? Yeah, go on then. We're going to do a very quick segment that I call generic questions. We'll ask my guests their favourite match, favourite wrestler's pay-per-view, favourite pay-per-view, favourite wrestler's entrance team, favourite tag team, and favourite superstar. Basically questions my guests might get asked on social media. So now they have a place to be like, look, I've answered this. Please go watch this. That's where the whole gimmick sort of came from. Yeah. So, so as you just mentioned, as you just said, you've interviewed John Rosser, you've interviewed... Hang on, sorry. You've interviewed John Rosser, Jimmy Fan, and so many other people that are at least a part of the of the wrestling space. But but what was the what what was the one interview where you had to you know what was it the Adam was it the Adam Petiti one or was it or or it didn't or is there a new contender in that category? There's a new there's a new contender pal, and it's the Sean Ross that one I think I've told you this story, but if I haven't, uh, you'll know it along with your viewers. I've been a massive fan of Sean's work for years, right? Always really enjoyed his fightful stuff. I've even enjoyed watching him troll people on social media because sometimes I find that quite funny. You know what I mean? Especially since my interview with him and I've learned, trace the thread. If he's starting being mean to someone, it means it's because they're being mean to someone else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, the, that was a tangent. I do apologize, my friend. No worries. So that one is now the contender of I was nervous. But luckily, 
I have, and to the point, I had a small panic, like, before the interview. This has never happened. It didn't even happen with the Adam Pacini one. Have I told you a story? I don't, honestly, I don't remember. Can you tell me again anyway? Yeah, yeah. So I was having this panic attack. I was like, I'm going to come to you. So I just messaged. You, do you know who Rob Wilkins is from Fight Form? Yeah, I know Rob. So me and him have become internet friends, is the way I'll phrase it. It's like really good pals online. Like we talk all the time. And it's not always about wrestling. It's just like, how are you doing? Is everything okay? Stuff like that. And I just messaged him and said, look, uh, look, bro, I'm thinking about canceling my interview because the demons are out. Because I suffer from a lot of imposter syndrome, which I'm happy to talk about in a minute, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, can, we can definitely talk about that. Because I, I, I suffer with that sometimes. Mm. I don't think it will be a good conversation. Mm. So anyway, yeah, definitely, my friend. So anyway, I he, next thing I know after I've sent him that message, Rob Wilkins has sent you a Zoom link. Uh, and it was basically, and then there was a caption underneath basically saying, don't counsel, let's calm you down. And he massively calmed me down during that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, this, might, this might be a silly question, but you know, he's, you know, he said, you are in a panic attack. We just, we just, like, basically what was happening with you just struggling to breathe on what That you sort of thing, yeah. My, my body was all sweaty and, like, I was just like, is this really happening? I can't do this. My heart was pounding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, I don't know whether that was a silly question or not. But no, 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 because people might not know what a panic I don't really suffer from them. I'm quite lucky. Do you know what I mean? But then it wasn't because of who Sean is. In some ways, it was... It was because of you. That, because of, like, the imposter syndrome of, like, do I deserve to be here? That was something I'm, I struggle with a lot. Do you know what I mean? Because this is something that I talked about during an interview. I did when I was on the Between Two Beards street. It's like, how the hell did a small, did a boy from Essex, England, get to talk to people all over the world? Do you know what I mean? And a guy that, whose channel was just supposed to be something to tide him over during the pandemic, what during the stay at home? Do you know what I mean? It's like, how the hell did I get? Him? And that's why I'll always be grateful. Uh, I can't. Can I? Yes, I can. I've got this shirt that's a Chris Van Bleach shirt. Right? Be great, be grateful. Yeah. And I always say to myself, I'll always be grateful for the interviews I've done, for the things that I've done and things like that, because I I started with nothing and I've built it from the ground up and I've gone on a massive ramp. So I do apologize. It's okay. It's it's more co- it's more content for the interview, so it's all exactly. Good. You think the same way I do now, which is, oh, the guest is talking. I don't have to ask a load of questions. <laughs> so, for the, so for people that don't know you, yeah, basically, 
basically, you're a terrible point. Yeah, so the reason why I say that is dipping, dipping, because of your disability, that makes your imposter syndrome worse. Oh, that's a big question. I've never thought of that, but it is as well, because this is something that you and I have discussed, right? Yeah. Which is, are we getting, this is something we discussed last time me, you and Dom hung out, right? Yeah. Which is, are we getting the interviews because of the content or because people feel sorry for us? And I, I struggle with that a lot. I, I me too. And sometimes you might not know it until the person's actually in the Zoom call and you, you can just, you can just, Get the vibe. I've been very lucky because I interview people you within one niche, right? Which is wrestling. Yeah. We're all here for the same reason. We're all wrestling fans. I feel quite lucky that I've never really had that. Does that make sense? But I fully get why you might think that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like obviously, me, me, me. Me and you have done interviews where the person that we're interviewing of did not seem interested. I've only uh, really had one. I'm gonna be totally honest. I've only really had one. Yeah, you we, know what it is because I told you off camera. Yeah, we're not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about that because it will be a bit awkward. Oh, definitely not. But you know what one it is, yeah. Yeah, I know that you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I've only really had one, and again. The amount of people that tell me that, like, if I've asked a guest, that if I've interviewed someone's co-host, I'll put it that way, that they've said, oh, for example, this past weekend, I recorded a podcast with Ryan from the Mark Out podcast, who, Mark Alder podcast, who, who's one of his co-hosts, is Kate from Fightful. An interview went up this week at time of recording. Make sure yeah. you check that one out, yeah, her interview went up this week at time of recording. I, 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 I must say that was a really, that was a really good interview to be, to be honest. I really appreciate that, man. But one thing Ryan did say to me before we started recording was, "Kate had a great time. She's really, she really put you over." So that puts me at ease a lot that people are like, where I'm interviewing within the same community. That really helps because my name's getting out there slowly. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. a lot. Yeah, that makes lot, that makes all the sense in the world. And, that, and obviously, people obviously people 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 talk, don't they? Exactly. And like, I do feel like also because I've interviewed, you can disagree. You can agree with me on this. You can disagree. The biggest wrestling journalist. Would you agree with that? Does yeah. Sean overtake Dave? If, 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 if you're going off current day, then yeah. The well, biggest current day wrestling journalist, because I've interviewed them, I've got a lot of credence now. And also, because I... Did, ugh, I sound so big-headed and I'm really okay with that. Yeah, go on. Go on. So, Jimmy Van is a great man that runs Fightful Wrestling, right? Behind the scenes. Yeah. What the hell? That was weird. Anyway, uh, he runs Fightful Wrestling behind the scenes, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, go on, go on. I was, and a, bit, I was a bit weirdy like there for a second. But... So was I for a second. Anyway, moving on. Uh, he runs uh, Fight for Wrestling behind the scenes, right? And he was someone I was like, oh, I'd love to have you on. That would be fun. Like, because he doesn't do them. And but I also put that on the back burner because he doesn't do them. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, like, like you, like I don't mean to cut you off, but you know, nothing, nothing gonna be time sensitive. You know what I mean? Mm, because well, not just that, but because like he, if he doesn't do them, there's a reason he doesn't do. Them, is what I was thinking. Yeah. And then. One night out of the blue, I haven't told this part of the story, so uh, this gets me in trouble. Hang on. Come back to what I was saying originally, right? Uh, the reason I put the Jimmy Van one on the back burner was because, like, as much as I wanted to do an interview with him, he doesn't do them. So I always figured, oh, there's a reason he doesn't do them. And then one night, some courage came out of me. For whatever reason, I did what you do. Which it which is a great way of getting interviews, by the way. I still think you need to update the content that you use, but that's another story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I understand what you mean, but at the moment I'm 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 happy with the sample that I use. That's fair, mate. But like I say, anyway, the important point was I just tweeted at him at Jimmy Van. Can I please interview you? Here's an interview with Sean Rossap to show my work. And I actually tagged Sean. So I don't know if Sean ever saw it, but I do know that Jimmy asked Sean about me. Does that make any sense? Yeah. And he was like, he replied back like an hour later being like, I don't normally do these, but Sean Rossap has really bigged you up and put you over and I'm more than happy to come on. And I was like, okay, cool. And then we scheduled that, and that went out not long ago. I, I, how did how did it make you feel when you have people like Sean Ross putting you over like that? Because obviously, Sean did a lot of interviews, so so he knows when somebody good and somebody somebody shit. Uh, again, it's sort of the state of that. Oh, because I'd always want it again. If you, the way I'll phrase it, mate, if you told five year old Tom who'd always wanted to do something in broadcasting, whether it was radio, interviewing, do you know what I mean? That he'd be getting to talk to people he now considers heroes. And like, how the hell did I get here? Why is Sean putting me over to people? Does that make sense? It's very strange. One. Does that make sense? Yeah. A random question. Would you like, would you like to interview now with that? Yes, Meltzer's my bucket list. Uh, you know I want to interview Meltzer because you've watched my bucket list video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Meltzer's my... Woo! If that one happened, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to say I'm done, but again, I could stop tomorrow and be happy is the way I'll put it. Because... So basically, it'll be like if you complete the video game. That sort of thing, yeah, but it's almost like I've completed the video game because it's like I wasn't supposed to do this past the 2020 lockdown, so I'm just having fun. And it's like, and this is something I talked about on the spotlight. If it stopped being fun, if I stopped enjoying it, 
I would say the last few episodes were there. A tweet would go out just being like, after this batch of episodes, guys, the podcast, the channel will be ending because I, it'd be like one of the note things you see when a wrestler gets injured. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, like, or like when a wrestler retires or something. Like that. that sort of thing, yeah. It'd be like that sort of thing because it, it's the sort of thing where if I stopped enjoying doing this, it, I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't sit at a computer for out something. Me and someone I interviewed this morning, time of recording, was talking about was like, oh, um, like people don't realize how much work goes into content creation sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people don't realize just you know, about what that goes into it. And I don't speak to you, but I can only speak for myself. With somebody like me, I have to put in twice the amount of work of just a normal... I don't want to say normal, but you know what I mean? Like yeah, a, yeah. I, I, and I'm not trying to say that, man. It's just like, if I stopped enjoying even the editing part, and I know I've got someone that does more advanced editing now, but if I stopped enjoying... The trying to find guests, the trying to, do you know what I mean? Like, if I stopped enjoying any of it, I'd have to step away because it's like, I couldn't do, the, I don't make any, I know what I'm trying to say, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not your career, it's not your career, so you don't have to, you don't have to over set yourself. Like, if you, like, if you don't, if you don't have interviews for like a week or so, you don't, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. Like, you're not gonna, like... If I record an interview today, odds are a month, maybe. It depends who it is. Like, a month, maybe two before it airs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, not, not to make it about me, yeah, but, I, but, I, but I've created a separate folder called Anthony Podcast. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to put all my interviews in there and release them when I want to because what I used to do, 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 sorry, what I used to do in the past because I didn't want, because I didn't want to, because I, I needed to get rid of the videos in my editing station. I used to upload them straight away rather than, rather than stack. Stacking them up. Well, the know. thing with us is with cerebral palsy, you know, some days you can wake up and you're like, I can't, I can't, I can't even breathe, let alone move my arms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I never want to be at the stage where it's like, I can't move, but there's no video for this week. I've got to tough it out because it's supposed to be fun. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and obviously with you, with you, yeah, you only, you, you only do interviews uh, for you, for you. Interviews are a lot more, are a lot more important than they are for me, because I can just, I mm. can just, I can just jump, jump and record something, a quick five minute talking session, and then I compose that and people seem to really, really enjoy it. Hmm. And that's the thing. I would like to do more stuff like that, but with having a job, with having 
like family around me, a good support network of people that want to take me out places and do things with me. I don't want to sit at my computer. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. So, so moving on, moving on, moving on, because I do, I do want to get through some of this stuff because I know you haven't got long. So, oh, plus, yeah, we've been going half an hour already. You're, you're in real life job, yeah. What exactly is it? Like, what do you do? So, most people know me, know that I love my films, right? So, I work in a cinema every Saturday and then. Every couple of days in the school holidays, I basically I'm the guy. I don't know how it works up in, in Birmingham, but uh, in cinemas near where I work in Cineworlds, you have someone on like a box. It's called the drop box. Before you enter the screen and after you've bought your tickets, just to check your tickets. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, I completely understand what you mean, yeah. Yeah, and that's something that I, that's all I do, that's what I do, essentially. I, I'm the guy that checks people's tickets, says, oh, your screen is in there. Don't know why I just pointed to my toilet, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, you're, oh, guys, this screen's just let out. Can someone go clean it, please? Things like that. Do you know what I mean? I sort of, I'm not a manager there, but I direct traffic. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so how did you get the job? Like, did you just apply for it like everybody else did? Or did they come to yeah. you? That is a two-prong answer again. So can I give you that? Yeah, go on. I had been, because I'd been working in charity shops since I was about 17, which was voluntary. And don't get me wrong, I'd had some good times working in charity shops. It was just to keep my supported hours to make sure that I could still have carers and things like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but there comes a point where it's like, okay. So I was working with this great careers advisor who basically showed me how to make a CV, showed me how to this. And then because at the time I was an unlimited member of the cinema, which is like their loyalty program. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you can pay so much a month. Their membership program would be the better way. You pay so much a month and you go, you can go as many times as you like to see whatever films you like. You can, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> and then basically, one of the ladies that used to work, uh, I got to know her really well, and she was like, We've got a job opening. You're here all the time anyway. Would you look in? Would you ever look into it? Uh, um, would you ever look into it? And then it's like, um, would you ever look into it? And I was like, nah, 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 I don't know if I could do very much at the cinema because obviously at this time I didn't know much about the behind the scenes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like basically you didn't, you, I don't want to speak to you, but it sounds like you didn't really like work. Like. Exactly. You're exactly right. And it's like, oh. And then one night I get a text from my very good friend and Karen Luke. I've spoke to Cineworld. They think you'd be perfect for it. You've got an interview, uh, etc. I can't remember the exact. Um, so yeah. 
how are you to get the job in that what you'd say? Yeah, essentially. He basically was like, because he then spoke to the lady after I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. And she he basic she basically said, he could do what I'm doing, which at the time she was on the Dropbox. And I'm like, oh, maybe I could do that. So I've been there just over a year. The rest is history. But I, 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 did, I, did it, I did it feel going from a charity shop, getting the actual paid job. That's a better word for it. Okay. Okay. Paid job. Paid job. I know what you mean. So it didn't really feel, because it was very similar to what I was doing at a charity shop, which is interacting with people and things like that. Do you know what I mean? It was very, it didn't really feel like a paid job till I got my first paycheck at the end of my first month. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so I, do, I, I do think your interviewing helped your, helped your play job. Or how did your play job help your interviewing? Oh, that's like a question I would ask. I love it, man. Uh, um, so to answer the first part, how did my interviewing help my paid job? I've always been a people person anyway. Do you know what I mean? So I've always been good at interacting with people enjoyed interacting with people so that was okay but the fact it really helped me in the actual interview to get the job i think because i understood how to not how to have a conversation but wait but you, but you i don't want really to speak to you but you basically what it sounds like you know, you know how to present yourself and put yourself forward exactly that exactly that yeah yeah, so, so what was your what was your first day like? Can you remember? Hmm, I can actually. It was it was lovely because the first couple of weeks you're just there training, like you're almost a fly on the wall. Your my bosses tell me I don't know if this is how it works in the KPC, but in the one I work at, they just said just observe, just observe what your colleagues doing on the Dropbox. If you feel comfortable you can start and that was it we've got shown around where all the projectors are where all the food's kept and things like that does that make sense yeah yeah like, I, I, like i'm gonna be honest when it comes to the real when it comes to the quote-unquote real job i can't really relate to that but when i'm doing when i'm doing recording and stuff like that i learned that like, i know exactly what you i know exactly what you're Talking about what I'm saying is, man, and it weren't so much about the real job, it was more like, No, I know exactly what you meant. Yeah, people sometimes people don't realize the stuff that the amount of stuff we have to do just to do the, just to do the basic stuff, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, like, like you the got what I'm saying, yeah, like the amount of help that we might need, yeah, definitely. So a couple more, a couple more questions, and then we start wrapping it up. So, so obviously you've interviewed a lot of people in the wrestling media space, but do you know, do you know this? Do you know this more? As more independent guy came to you and said, "Hi, hi, Tom. We would like you to be that. We would like you to do in." Interviews with, with some of that, with some of that talent, 
Would you do it? Yes, 100%. 100%. Yes. And like, I've had a few independent wrestlers on and things like that. But it's like, yeah, of course I would. 100%. Not just because I love wrestling, but you'd be silly to pass up even if, like, I'm trying to think, even if a content creator I wasn't very familiar with, I'll put it that way, reached out and said, look, I've discovered your channel. I'd love to have you on. But, uh, I'd love to be on it. I, I'd i be silly to turn that down. Does that make sense? Yeah. What if, what if, what if, what if a promotion came to you and said, you want you to be backstage interviewing a bit, like in person, obviously in person. Uh, obviously, with my medical needs, that is something that I would have to seriously think about and have a routine and things. But it's something that I would definitely look into because that is something that I'd love to do. The one thing I would say, Tom, there's always going to be some, some way of working around some way of working around our disability or anything like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But like like you and I say, because, and this isn't like a pity party, but it's like, because I do need help with the basics, it would be, it, the way I'll phrase it is, I've got mates that have just come back from an impromptu weekend in Spain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they've just decided one weekend, oh, we're going to go. We've got the money. Tickets are really cheap. Let's do it. I could never do something like that. Yeah. I need an accessible hotel room. I need to make sure that there's a seat but in a certain place on the airline and stuff like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's more what I meant. Like, like obviously, it would take a lot of preparation, but I definitely think you could do it. You could do it if the right things were in place. Yeah, if the right things were in place and they was like, we can help you with this, etc., etc., I would definitely think about it. Do you know what I mean? Cause I de- yeah, because I definitely think you would be a good backstage interview because you have the cadence for it, you know what I mean? Oh, I appreciate that, man. But yeah, it's something that if the stars aligned and everything was in place for me to do it, I would 100% do it. To be honest with you, I've, 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 I've always thought about being like a wrestling manager, like or like like a commentator or something like that. Oh, commentary is my big dream. I'd say that because I always end my interviews on the content we want to be remembered for and the piece we want to live forever. Right? I believe or you think about Jim Ross, especially with what happened this past weekend. It's like yeah. Every moment from the Attitude Era or AEW or Time in WE has his voice plastered on it. So with that, you really do live forever. Does that make sense? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, when, at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, everybody can't think really forever. Is he ripping off my end question? Is he ripping off my end question? Kind of? Yeah, 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 I got the copy, yeah, I got the copy for it anyway. Damn, where's my lawyer when I need him? <laughs> ah. Okay, so, so, yeah, so, 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 so,
I would like to remember. I would like to be remember, remembered as a as a person. Can I answer both? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. So, for the content I want to be remembered for again, it's recency bias. But anything past, anything including and past my film was happy. I'm really happy. Do you know what I mean? But mainly my Jimmy Van one, because that was the exclusive interview I managed to get. Yeah. Uh, uh, that sounds good, man. Can I, can, can I tell you what I'm, I'm going to remember? What I'm going to remember you for? One of them, one of them did jokey ass, and one of them. One of them, one of them's a serious answer. The okay. First, the first one is Adam. Adam No, I don't want to be talking to that. No. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was for. I thought. I thought it was funny because you you were you were just you were just. You were just you were just so, so excited, and I like to, I like seeing people. I feel like sometimes people take themselves way too seriously. Yeah, definitely. And I just so think... I see what you're saying, and I will say this: me and Adam have had talks about doing a possible part two, but he's so busy at the minute that it's not going to happen anytime soon. But I will ask him. I do want to do a part two with him down the road now that I have a full you know what I mean? You, you, know, you, know, I'm not, you know I'm not trying to take the mic. I'm not trying to let the kids No, out I of thought it was funny, man. I just don't want to be remembered by that interview. That interview is cringe. And my, 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 genu, my genuine one has to be your... Has to be your... your I'm going to be on it. I'm going to go with your... With your... With your... With your with your great interview. Yeah, I'd be happy if people remembered me for that one. And then you asked me, what do I want to be remembered as a creator? Do you mean like as a person? In terms yeah, of yeah, yeah, as a person. Just someone that in, could see, enjoyed his creating, improved as a creator. I want to be remembered as Jimmy Van did this during the end of my interview. I don't know if you check that one. But he did this yeah, during the end of my interview. And he was like, I want to be remembered as a good friend. I want to be, in my case, as a boyfriend. I want to be as someone people enjoyed hanging out with. As someone people enjoyed working with. Because I wasn't always that person. And I know full well I've made some mistakes in my past. And with anger management issues, said the wrong thing. I still like I'm now on a path to being who I want to be. And I want to be remembered as the person I am now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that that that's that's uh I could I could have done this earlier, but if if there's any aspiring interviews that are watching this, what would be your bit of advice? Oh there's a lot I could ask say because I've obviously seen myself grow as an interviewer. Uh research. 
because I have found that I do deeper questions when I research, but not too much research. So there's a fine balance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, learn to set everything up yourself so your guests don't have to help you with anything. Because if you remember back in the day, my interviews were recorded for someone, like my guests would record the interview and then send it over to me, which... Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would definitely say, I mean, it's okay, it's okay if you do it with one person, but if you... But if you rely on if you rely on the guest to record the interview, I find I know that a lot of people might a lot of people might say no just because I don't want to do all of that stuff. They yeah, won't. I understand that. I understand that completely. I, I know you do. I'm I'm just I'm just saying to the people that might watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's my other advice? Have a format. Make yourself different. Overall, just have fun with it and remember it's not an interview, it's a conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. So do you wanna promote your do you wanna promote your socials quickly, Tom? Yes, please. So you can find me on Twitter at Tom Flourish. You can find my YouTube channel, which will hopefully put some links. Uh on on YouTube you can ask. A channel now, can't yeah. Oh yeah, of course you can. So yeah, uh, you can find me on Tom Talk Flourish on YouTube, and yeah, just thank you for having me, mate. It's always fun to talk with you. It's always a pleasure to have you on. So, thank thank you for watching, everyone. Make sure, make sure if you watch if you watch this on YouTube, please like, share, and do all that stuff. It would really mean a lot to me if you're listening to this. On on audio platforms, give it give it five give it five stars. Whatever you do on there, and I will speak to you later. <laughs> but thank you very much, and peace and love.